0: Hello, I'm Johanny Hockey, and welcome to the Heavenly Social, where I introduce you to our Heavenly Brothers and Sisters. In case you haven't been able to tell through this podcast, I love highlighting that saints are our friends and companions on our journey. They're still human. They've just been perfected in God, and they want that for us. I don't think it's any stretch to say that they actually want our sainthood more than we do ourselves. That makes them pretty valuable allies when we turn to God for help. By asking the saints to pray alongside us and on our behalf, we're sure to receive precisely what we need and more. Would you like an example of how deeply our lives are affected when we keep the saints as active friends in our lives? Do you long for an example of simplicity? Then may I introduce you to Saint Andre Bessette. Intro Let's get rolling here with a few facts about our friend. Saint Andre is the patron saint of family caregivers in Canada. His feast day is January 6th, and he's a fairly recent saint. He was beatified on May 23rd, 1982 by Pope Saint John Paul II, and he was canonized on October 17th of 2010 by Pope Benedict XVI. With that in mind, let's get to know Brother André a little bit better. He was born as Alfred Besset on August 9th, 1845, in the village of Saint-Gregoire, which is about 30 miles southeast of Montreal. He was the eighth of twelve children born to Isaac and Clotilda Bessette and was so sick at birth that he was baptized right then and there by his father. I think it was predicted that he was really only going to live for a few days. But as you may have gathered, by the existence of this story, that didn't happen. When he was six years old, though, his father died in a lumbering accident. And four years after that, his widowed mother contracted tuberculosis, As her illness overtook her, she put up her children for adoption, all except for Alfred. She survived for two years, until passing away when Alfred was twelve years old. When his mother had gotten sick, they had gone and lived with her sister and brother-in-law. And with these relatives, Alfred stayed upon her passing. His uncle was a farmer, but Alfred was so consistently sick that he was unable to help out. In fact, he couldn't even go to school. He could pray, though, and pray he did. It was commented that Alfred would spend the greater part of Sunday afternoons in the church in prayer. The priest, Father Andre Provincial, took notice and became the spiritual mentor of Alfred. Well, apparently, it was Father Provincial who introduced our young saint friend to a devotion to Saint Joseph. A devotion that blossomed into a beautiful friendship with the foster father of our Lord. When he was 18, he made his way from Canada to the New England area of the United States for several years, wandering from job to job. He maintained and strengthened his prayer and deepened his friendship with St. Joseph. He eventually made his way back to Canada, and visited Father Provencial, who he had kept in touch with. Father Provencial happened to guide him right across the street to a new school, taught by the Brothers of the Order known as the Congregation of the Holy Cross. And wouldn't you know it? It seems this order happens to have a strong devotion to St. Joseph. In fact, they were initially referred to as the Brothers of St. Joseph. Father Provincial offered a letter to the order's superior, letting him know he was sending them a saint. And while the order was initially hesitant due to Alfred's poor health, the Archbishop, Ignace Bourget stepped in and convinced them to accept Alfred after hearing his plea. Alfred professed his vows on August 22nd, 1872, and took the name Brother André in honor of the priest who had been his spiritual guide for so many years. Now, given that Brother André didn't have a formal education, he was assigned to be the porter of the College of Notre Dame, The one in Montreal, not the one in Indiana. The role of porter, though. He effectively was the doorman. Or, probably more aptly, the greeter. But it's a little bit more than that. Brother Andre, since he couldn't teach, tended to the visitors... ...and became something of the public face of the brothers there at the college. He was the first brother that visitors would meet and the last, you know, when uh, when they left. So he met them at the door, and it was at that door he remained for 40 years. He met everyone with charity, listened to them, and really encountered them, and would take special notice of people who especially weren't Catholic. He would (laughs) uh, show them more charity in an effort to show them the beauty of God and of religion. And he encouraged everyone to develop a devotion to St. Joseph. And in addition to this, he became very quickly known as a miracle worker. Yes, God began working through Brother Andre to perform miraculous cures. It began with the students there at the college, but word began to spread... And people, perhaps out of curiosity initially, began to seek him out. They would visit the college in order to meet this holy porter and be healed. As the years went on and scores of people sought the healing power of Brother Andre, he never failed to give credit for the cures to the intercession of Saint Joseph. So many people began to visit that they had to gather at the train station across the street. Though with so many sick coming to the college, there were many who were concerned, including Brother Andre's superiors, uh, public health officials, and parents of the students. And then of course you had the skeptics, the people who thought that all the healings were fake and simply considered him a quack and a nuisance. When the bishop, Bishop Paul Bruchesi, was approached by the Order's superiors, he listened to the concerns and said in response that if the works are from God, it will live. If not, it will crumble away. And so, our brother Andre was left to tend to the sick, though he had to do so at the train station across the way. And sure enough, we can be pretty confident that it was from God because his works carried on. They lived on. As I mentioned before, Brother Andre's devotion to St. Joseph was strong. So strong, in fact, that he was struck with the inspiration to have a shrine built in dedication. With $200 he had saved up, Brother Andre was able to get a simple 15-by-18-foot chapel built in 1904, which opened on October 19th of that year, and became the Oratory of St. Joseph. In 1909, he was released from his duties as porter to become the caretaker of the Oratory. Now, so many people were visiting and joining the congregation, that the church had to be expanded in 1917, and in 1924, when Brother Andre would have been 79 years old, plans to turn the church into a basilica were enacted and construction began. He wouldn't see the completion, though, as he passed away on January 6, 1937, at the impressive age of 91 incredible for one whose life was plagued by illness. The Oratory of St. Joseph was officially completed in 1967 and remains as a testament to a saintly friendship. It's reported that one million people filed past Brother Andre's casket before being placed in a tomb underneath the Oratory's main chapel. Though, his heart actually... Remains on display in a reliquary. Which I think I understand was a request of his. uh, So that he might protect the oratory. And now you know St. Andre a bit better. His life speaks so highly to the virtue of simplicity. It's something that I feel pretty confident in saying has become even more difficult now than in his time. Yet... The importance of living simply remains. I think of the saying, we're in the world, but not of the world. Simplicity isn't living in poverty or even resenting material things. Now, yes, granted, Brother Andre, uh, being in a religious order, most likely took vows of poverty, but... From what I've gathered through examples such as Brother Andre, to live simply is merely approaching life in the right context, placing everything in the context of God's divine will. The effect of this is a healthy detachment from material things. So, hatred of material things is far too extreme to be healthy, That is the pendulum swinging in the opposite direction, and just like with love of material goods, it should indicate to us that we're still not placing God above all. So detachment from material things, in my thinking, is recognizing the good in things while understanding that their goodness doesn't originate from it, but from God, meaning That, if an item is lost or destroyed, or we have to give up something, we can find ourselves recovering from such losses far faster, and more effectively as our eyes remain fixed on the greatest good. This is one of those topics that's existed throughout church history. And, as with everything, there's much wiser people than I who have commented on simplicity of life, So, it's something I encourage you, dear listener, to really meditate on, and maybe seek out other resources on. That said, one of the many reasons I think simplicity is so important is found quite evidently in the life of Brother Andre. That being, when we bear this healthy detachment from the world, we will find ourselves with the ability, perhaps even the divine ability to encounter the people around us. And I want to really stress the word encounter. I'm using it to indicate something deeper than simply meeting of peoples. It's the recognizing in that moment of contact that the person you're speaking with is beloved by God and that they are simultaneously being called along with you to his heavenly kingdom. When we don't distract ourselves with the things of the world, we're granted this sight of the spiritual things. We look past the appearances of those around us and see the inherent dignity God has given his people. Brother Andre was a master of this, and let this sight drive his zeal for the salvation of everyone he met. So especially those who weren't Catholic, Now what's even more, this deep encountering of people wasn't limited to only those here on earth. As is evident by his extraordinary friendship with St. Joseph, by living a life free from distraction, Brother Andre was open to perform miraculous works with St. Joseph's intercession. Now, while most of us won't be called to work such dynamic miracles, our friends in heaven will help us, if we ask, to work those unseen miracles in people's lives. Simply put, if we want to be saints, then we should make friends with saints. So to wrap things up, his simplicity gave him clarity regarding the things that truly mattered. It deepened his experiences with people both on earth and in heaven, and as an added result, he never complained about his poor health for 91 years, or his station within his order. He had no reason to, because in the end, such sufferings are only fleeting. Saint Andre beset, pray for us. And that does it for this episode. Live the simple life of faith, and one day someone might just tell your story. Outro. That makes them pretty valuable... Valuable. That makes them pretty valuable fr... Hmm. Interesting. And what was, I think I predicted. Oh. (laughs) Next time on the Heavenly Social, will Joe talk about two saints in one episode? Stay tuned and find out. Probably the same time, likely the same channel.